welcome back to this week's episode of Rider Realty Tuesday Tips. I'm Esther Ryder, and I am so excited to talk to one of our agents today, Caitlin, who's usually the hostess, but we're switching some things up today. And we're going to talk about this topic. So you want to be a realtor. We're going to answer your questions about what it's really like, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and see what you think. So Caitlin, have you, since in the time you've been licensed, have you ever had someone say to you, I would love to be a realtor because I love going through houses, or I love houses? Yes. And... That, Does it make you giggle? Yeah, because okay. I I came into this with that kind of impression too that this was like eh, easy money, you know, it's it's a flexible schedule. Which yes, there are perks of to some of that stuff, but it's not what you see on HGTV. It's not what you see on Million Dollar Listing. And I have even clients that say, "Oh, I watch Million Dollar Listing all the time. I I know how this is going to go." And it's just not anything like that. And it's mm-hmm. not all rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and what you always think it is, which I think any job is like that. You think a career is going to be whatever, and yeah. it's not always that. I think one difference between real estate and let's say another career, let's just say teaching, okay. is when you're a teacher, you you have been a student. Mm-hmm. So even though it looks different to be a teacher, you kind of know a little bit about what a teacher does. Yes. And you've heard enough and seen enough to know that teaching has the summer off, but you also have to deal with kids who aren't disciplined, all of those mm-hmm. kind of things. With real estate, everything you see, it's like this perfect career, like you're saying. You make yeah. a ton of money, you're in beautiful houses that are warm all the time and you are can do whatever you want yeah and, and you have, have the realtors posing for like their business cards in front of this fancy car yeah. and these huge beautiful millionaire houses yeah and it's just like a little bit over the top you don't hear about the houses with no heat and dog poop on the floor and they haven't been lived in for a year yeah. and bed bugs and yes and you don't hear about that stuff Water basements. Yeah. Not that it's all that way either, but I think the main thing that we want to to share initially up front is it is a great career, but And we love it. And we love it, and I would never do anything else, but it is definitely not like what you see on TV. And mm-hmm. I mean let's be real, a lot of most of life is not what you see in TV mm-hmm. in any any capacity. You know what you were as a client. So maybe you were a great client and your transaction was super easy and you're like, this is why I can do it. But you don't realize what other people are as clients. Or even the behind the scenes, the inspections, the financing, all of the things that, that we are helping to do. I guess what I'm saying is the shortest time that you spend on your real estate duties with one client Mm -hmm. is when you show them the house. Mm -hmm. All of the other work for them is writing the paperwork and making sure their inspections are done and going through that and making sure they can get finance. All of those things take up way more of your time. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing it just to see pretty houses, don't do it. Right. If you're doing it just for a flexible schedule, I would say don't do it. What would you say to that, Kaylin? I would say there's more other jobs that have more flexibility mm-hmm. and and more time blocking. Because like we said, a teacher, you go to school from 7 a.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. or whatever. You come home, that work's done. I mean, I'm sure there's instances where it's not done. But for the most part, it's done. You come home, spend time with your family. We are on call 24-7. Sometimes I wake up to five texts and it's 6 a.m. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm getting 
From me, probably, right? <laughs> yeah, you're my early executive. I know. <laughs> but then sometimes I'm texting clients at 11 o'clock at night. I had a client one time who had just had a baby at the same time I had a baby. We were texting each other at 2 a.m. like during feedings yeah. and catching up with each other then about stuff. And it's literally 24-7. There's yeah. no break of it. And just when you say, you know what, I'm going to put my phone down and go swimming for an hour. Then you come back and you're playing catch up for that hour you were swimming because you're, something fell through or something came up and it's World War II on your phone. Right. And that's what I think is important to note, too, is that the reason you have that catch up time is because clients, you know, if they have to schedule an inspection or if they need to see a house, they can't wait five hours in this market and so you have the flexible schedule and that you can take that hour and go swimming but if you're a person who doesn't really like to work or thinks you want that flexible schedule so you can go you know on vacation one full week and not be disturbed out of four Mm -hmm. that's not what it's like you know yes it's flexible that we can have a lunch scheduled or something Mm -hmm. like that and we can pick our vacation times more over like working in a company where you get two weeks at this certain time but if you're looking for a peaceful vacation, yeah, <laughs> or it's not, yeah, with no interruptions, <laughs> or a vacation, or even if you're looking for a schedule where you completely set it, or you know, you're looking for a fast, quick money, this is not the career. Right. It's a very rewarding career. And I love it. Like you were saying, you love it as well. But it's not super quick money, or sorry, right. super fast money, or easy money, but it's very rewarding when you have someone get a house that they want and it also there is a flexible schedule but that means you might have to be unflexible is that a word unflexible you have to be able to wing it like my life is constantly winging it i always say that i'm the queen of chaos because Mm -hmm. it's just a series of okay you know what i'm not gonna make this for dinner instead we're gonna go through the drive-thru and i'm gonna show this house on the way Mm -hmm. and just like it's constantly like change of plans if you're a type of personality that everything has to go smoothly in a straight line and you can only see black or gray like we have to or black or white we have to be able to see gray in the middle Mm -hmm. and like just just winging it that's the only way i can explain it is right because if somebody calls you and they see a house or you find a house yeah, for somebody like, and it's a hot house, you know mm-hmm. it's going to last five hours. Mm-hmm. Well, then you need to, you owe it to your client to, you know, get on that and show it to them. Right. And I've even had clients text me and say, oh my gosh, I wasn't looking for a house, but my dream house just came on the market. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to go fast. you got to get pre-approved right this second. Mm-hmm. We can go see it at six o'clock. You know, get an offer in by eight o'clock. Sometimes it's like that fast pace. Yeah. And I remember before, right before I got licensed, when we were looking to buy, our realtor came to show us a house and she said that she had been out in the yard playing flag football with her family. And then she came all dressed up and ready to show us. And Andy and I felt terrible. Like, oh my goodness, she left her family's flag football game in the yard on whatever weekend day this mm-hmm. was to show us a house. And we said to her, you, it could have waited, you know, you didn't have to do that. And she's like, no, it's fine. Well, now I get it. Yeah. And that was pre-Zillow, pre-Realtor.com, you know, pre-all of that stuff where people did tend to book their houses out a little bit more than what they do now. But there is flexibility, but it's also, you need to be somebody who likes excitement too, because I don't know if excitement's the right word, but when you're in Walmart and all of a sudden you're changing your tune to go show a house, there is excitement in that because things are ever-changing. So if you 
don't like excitement or you don't like your boat rocked, then maybe you should not do the career or you should talk to more people who have done it and see what they think. And then us as like working moms, I always think of childcare. If you're Mm -hmm. someone that would have to use daycare, daycare is only open from, you know, whatever time in the morning till whatever time in the evening, most likely your showings are going to be after that time or in the early morning. Most clients are working during that time. Daycare is open. Mm -hmm. So I think if your only source of babysitters is daycare, it'd be really hard to and you can't just drop a kid off at daycare whenever. Right. One day you might have zero showings and the next day you might have 10. There's mm-hmm. not that consistency. So in my case, my mother-in-law, my mom, my grandparents babysit for me. Sometimes my siblings, my sister-in-laws. It's a matter of like who's available who can I drop my kid off to in an hour? Here we mm-hmm. come kind of thing. Yeah. And I know that same part is true with childcare. As I wrote when I started selling my oldest son was 18 months old. A lot of childcare centers or places would not take you for like they wanted you full time. Right. So you couldn't do like a half day, certain days or whatever. And this is when I was just starting. So that's what kind of what I was wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And so it is good to have, you know, if you're a person who has zero support for if you have kids, young mm-hmm. kids, and you have zero support for where they would go, then before you go spend money on classes and stuff, I would figure out what your options are Absolutely. and see if it's, you know, doable that way. And we've done the same thing where it's like, okay, now you're going to have McDonald's while I drop you off, you know, at yeah. grandma's house because yeah, if you I'm don't showing want your kids, right now. If you don't want your kids to grow up on fast food, don't be a realtor. <laughs> And we're laughing, but there is definitely some, you know, merit to that for sure. So yeah, we've all done it. So if we circle back around of like how I decided to do my real estate license in my specific scenario, I, I, and we've talked about this before, I think on a little bit of podcasts, some of this might be repetitive, but I was working from home for a hospital, eight hour stretches and I just wasn't liking that, that I didn't have flexibility, that I had to do eight hours and that I had these sitters and I just was also bored with the consistency of it. It's the repetitive, the same thing every day. I had came across some random for sale hiring sign for a real estate company. I don't even know if they were hiring agents or if they were hiring cleaning ladies or what. But then I just started looking into it, seeing what my options were, how I could get started, if this is something I'd be interested in. And as I was reading, I was like, oh, I kind of like this. I'm, I'm intrigued. So I had talked to my mother-in-law about it. She was like, well, why don't you talk to Esta about it? Esta had been my realtor and Amy's realtor as well. She chit-chatted me. She gave me all these details that we're telling you right now, kind of mainly the bad things about it. She's like, you caught me on a horrible week. And she's going on and on about, my son said that I don't spend enough time with him and this and that. And then she goes, if I didn't scare you by everything that I just told you, you can do it. <laughs> and that's when I was like, mm, you know what? I, I think I'm going to go for this. And then a couple weeks later, she's like, okay, so I'm actually opening up my own company and I specifically want to trade, train new agents. And, you know, would you be wanting to come on? And I was like hooked and I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I went full throttle, got my license pretty fast and jumped right in. Mm-hmm. And I've loved it. Definitely loved it. But there is a lot of difference being your own boss versus working for a boss. That is an adjustment. Yeah. Because it's just a whole different scenario. 
Another thing to think about too, along those same lines is like being your own boss or the versus somebody else is realtors are independent in Ohio. Realtors are independent contractors. So that means that, you know, unlike my previous job, my employer is not putting money towards retirement. Mm-hmm. There's not insurance offered through the office. Pay time off. Fam- right. Family medical leave. When I had Charlotte, I took 12 weeks off with Casey and I took about three days off. Yeah. <laughs> There's no paid vacation. Yeah. And so if you are somebody who needs a regular paycheck or you want or need to have traditional insurance, really talk to somebody about if this is a good fit for you. Because I have told people not to do it because I knew that they were warriors and or they were, you know, well, I knew their financial situation, knew they had to have regular income every other week mm-hmm. and know what they were getting to plan their budget. Because that is 100% not what real estate is about. Mm-hmm. Which you is a nice part of that. A paycheck. You might think you have a paycheck coming next week and then something falls through and the deal's done and mm-hmm. that paycheck's gone. So if you already yeah. spent that money before it came, you're in trouble. Well, and the nice part about that being flexible is that there's no cap. So you could make mm-hmm. way more money than you ever imagined. But that also means that if you're not, you know, working, you might not make any. So if you're a person who financially needs to feel the security of regular pay, then I would rethink being a realtor. And also if you're not a person who's disciplined financially, especially if you're the sole provider in your family, you're not disciplined Mm -hmm. because you don't know what you're going to make each month and you just set money aside. Mm -hmm. You just set money aside for taxes. If you are not good with a budget, you just need to have an honest conversation with somebody about that to see if it is the right field for you because it may or may not B. And then there is like startup costs. Now you have to pay for your classes, pay for your signs, business cards, a couple fees through the state and stuff ahead of time. But there's not a whole ton of startup mm-hmm. for, for starting essentially a business startup fees. But best case scenario, you write an offer on your first day of showing a house and it's mm-hmm. a cash deal. You're still not getting paid for at least two or three weeks, which is a very unlikely scenario. It's mostly going to be showing several houses or signing a listing and then your closing is going to be 30 to 45 days or longer Mm -hmm. after that contract. So there's a delay in getting paid. And that's if it goes through. That's if your inspections pass, if your appraisals are good, you do not get that income until the house closes. You're not paid hourly. Mm -hmm. We're not paid for showings. We're not paid until closing day. And for Pete's sake, if you don't like people, please don't be a realtor. Yeah. I know there are people who are realtor who don't like people, probably because they want the fast money, which we've kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. But I will also say, if you're not honest and you you aren't ethical, don't be a realtor. But I know that person's tuning me out anyways, and they're going to do it because they want to have quick money and do whatever they're going to do. We can name a ton of people if we wanted to right now that are that way. But your client deserves somebody who genuinely cares about them and is friendly, not fake friendly, but really friendly. One of the perks that both of us have had over our years, Caitlin and myself, is that we have made a lot of good friends from clients that Mm -hmm. are still good friends. Like Caitlin mentioned, I was her realtor. They were family friends. They they were strangers, became family friends, and then now are colleagues. Mm -hmm. And 
And she came to my baby shower. Yeah. I just got invited to my first client's wedding the other day. I was super excited about. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's helping people in those mm-hmm. relationships. And that's why even though there are stressful parts of the job, it's worth it. You know, worth the crazy hours, worth the irregular pay mm-hmm. to be able to be a part of someone's life, not only in their biggest transaction, but like Caitlin's saying, for the weddings, mm-hmm. for the baby showers, to for their for their relationship beyond that. Wouldn't you say, Caitlin? Yeah. And on paper, like I remember in high school thinking about being a real estate agent and getting that on like they used to make you take test of like what your career path should be. And I used to get being a realtor and things like that. But I was too scared of it because of the being 18 and being told and the inconsistencies and the no insurance and all of that stuff. And that really did scare me at the time. And then for some reason, I was able to take the risk later in life and mm-hmm. it didn't scare me then. But I think that overall, it's the helping people was the number one reason why I went into it. Yeah, because when they find that house and they move in or even as you're, you know, getting to know them and mm-hmm. and building that relationship, it's just neat. Like, I can't even describe it, but I've, you know, held the crying babies and eaten French fries with them and we're out closing that restaurants, yeah. whatever it looks like. And that is when, when you're all said and done, the transaction's all said and done, and it's years later, there are definitely crazy stories we can tell you about things, but it's remembering the people and driving by their house and getting a smile on your face, even if you haven't seen them for years, because you were a part of that. And that's way bigger than any individual. It's just the awesome perk yeah. of our job. Yeah. And, and like, it's cool the fate. Like, it might, you picked up a client because your kid did a dance class with their mom, and then they found this house that they didn't even realize that they were open to the school district or something. And it's just like when fate actually puts you where you're supposed to be in that moment, that part is really fun for me to, to watch how that part unfolds. Yeah. So here's how I'm going to end my description of if you should be a realtor. And then, Caitlin, you end your description. Okay. I'm going to say, if you want to do it solely because of what you see on TV, don't do it. Okay. If you're going to do it because you love people, you love helping people, you like a career that things are constantly changing and it's exciting and every day looks different, mm-hmm. you do well in stress and you can think on your toes. Is that how you say that? Think on your feet. You can think, you know what I'm trying to say? Trying to uh, say you can but... think that way. Then this is the career for you. Yeah. How would you word it? How do you know if it's not a career for you? And how would you know if it is a career for you? I think if you like the spontaneous, you like the wing it mentality, you like something different, you're willing to get creative and fix problems and get solutions, totally do it. If you can only see black and white and you can't get creative, you can't, you don't want to fix people's problems, you don't want to be thrown obstacles and, and different scenarios constantly, it's not for you. I don't know if I want to say too type A because type A is a great person to have in this industry. Mm-hmm. But if there's just certain types of type A, I guess that wouldn't be a good fit. Oh, and if you're a germ freak, don't even apply. <laughs> I'm just not, like I'm a germ freak, and I keep hand sanitizer everywhere. Like I don't like to touch things. So if you are a germ freak, then cautiously think about whether you want to do it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I'm not not very germ freaky, so I can't attest to that side too much. But yeah. <laughs> and one last thing. Caitlin and I just had this discussion. Actually, it was more me sending her a text and she's sending me laughing emojis because she knows it's true. You thought about it. You decided to do it. You're a realtor. Ladies, your business cards and your Instagram is not where you're picking up men. You're picking up buyers. <laughs> Your clothes don't need to be tight. How many 
business could, when you show a house in our area, you leave your business card on the table. How many business cards have you seen where there is more cleavage on that business card than you've seen for a week? Like my word, it is not a dating service. You are selling houses. That drives me insane. So if you are being a realtor to meet men, let's not. Or if you're meeting a realtor to meet women, let's not. Caitlin, any closing comments on that? <laughs> I don't think I have any closing comments on that specific okay. topic there. Overall, I'll give you some closing comments of we would love to hear from you if you're thinking about being a real estate agent. And I'd love to do another podcast and we'll talk about more specifics of like how to start. If you if you listen to this podcast and you're like, I'm on board, I want to do this, then I think we should do another podcast on that. And one more thing. Clearly, we like to have fun. Yes. So if you don't like to have fun and you're boring and you don't like to smile or laugh, then don't be a realtor. Agree. So. All right. (laughs) Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hi, everyone. It's Esther Ryder. Just wanted to talk to you quick about becoming a realtor. We had so much fun talking with Caitlin today about what being a realtor is really like and what it's not. For those of you who want to know more about becoming a realtor, we would love to talk to you. So please email us and reach out to us and we would be happy to see if that career is right for you. Thank you.